Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. In the UK, residents who have an emergency and need help from police or other responders can dial 999 to get help, just like we do here with 911. And unfortunately, the dispatchers there get the same things on the ends of the line as do American dispatchers. Like, say, the people manning the 999 dispatch center last week in Cambridgeshire, who, amongst all the calls for real help, began to hear from this dude over and over and over. The calls all traced to various rail stations, and by the time the police arrived to check on the emergency, the payphone where the call was made was empty. 21 calls in all, but apparently even serial prank callers can run out of luck. As on the 22nd call, he lingered about the train station a bit too long, and the cops nabbed him. By the way, in each of those 22 calls to emergency responders, the unidentified man simply belched and hung up. (laughs) That's a lot of waste of time for such a little... Yeah. I mean, even if you were saying something kind of cute, 22 times of doing that... uh... That's a lot. That's a day's work right there, Cliff, of pranking the police, going right. from one railroad to the next. <laughs> and, and just think of all the uh, diet soda you're drinking to work up the belches. Oh my! Yes. Yeah. Cost prohibitive to, <laughs> to belch to nine one one. Yeah. Well, Cliff, I don't know if you know this or not, and I want to put this picture in everyone's head this morning. Okay. That right now in Colorado, this is tarantula migration mm-hmm. season. Thousands and thousands of tarantulas can be seen crawling across the highways and roadways in really? Colorado. Oh, yes. Lovely. All of them mm-hmm. in search of a mate. Which brings yeah. us to our thought of the day this morning. Mating is a slow process for tarantulas, and I think it's because of all the handshaking that has to happen before <laughs> things get going. <laughs> There's plenty of hands to be shaken now, isn't there? Yes, I don't know that to be true, but as I picture them... you suspect it, right. Yes. Yes. Cliff, I've been sitting here thinking, perhaps we need a new contest here on the Morning Road Show. A new contest? Yes. Now, I don't have all the details exactly worked out in my head yet, but I'm thinking... it. but you're working on it. I'm thinking, I think we need to do something with a weather forecaster. (laughs) Like a meteorologist. Yes. Okay. I think we need to take a, yeah. one of the local meteorologists and make a contest up with them. With them? Yes. So you have to get them to buy in on this contest. Well, it would be helpful and, and well, if you keeps to... lawsuits away <laughs> if, you, if you do that. <laughs> and we're all about keeping the lawsuits away from us. Well, please. <laughs> but then again, we have nothing, so... It's hard to sue... For what you don't have. If you sue Cliff yeah. and I, the only thing we can give you is a news update and three songs of your choice, and that's about it. Maybe after the 7 o'clock news, Cliff, I'll come up with okay. all the details on cool. this. Cool. That but sounds like a plan. We'll need their help. All right. We aficionados of offbeat humor will undoubtedly recognize this event as a real-life reenactment of a line from a Monty Python movie. 28-year-old Stuart Cook was taken into custody in Aberdeen, Scotland on suspicion of possession of marijuana. Reports say he was found by officers talking to the driver of a car at the scene where a crash had been reported and soon was irate over being handcuffed after the cops believed him to be in possession of pot. Those officers later said they could smell the presence of cannabis as soon as they walked up to him and they added that apparently he 
Well, that wasn't the only thing he had to smell, as during the search for drugs, Cook deliberately farted three times and then asked officers, how do you like that? We could, in fact, quote the words of John Cleese in Monty Python and the Holy Grail when he said, I fart in your general direction! By the way, it's not the first time in history that such an event has happened, because in 75 AD, Roman soldiers were guarding a Jewish temple during Passover, and one of them farted in the general direction of temple-goers, thus triggering a war discussed by Flavius Josephus in his book, That War Eventually Killed 10,000 People. Only you, Cliff, would come up with something like that. I don't know why you would say that. Only you would take the time to go back to Roman times. When a fart started a war. Yes, only you. Cliff, you know, yeah. for the last, well, I would say, seven to ten days, yeah. we've been getting a lot of response from our wonderful listeners complaining about being this hot this late in September. Yes, yes, and, and we're not the only ones to hear those complaints. I believe I heard Jeff Lyons talking about it the other night. Really? Yeah. Well, that gave me this idea, as I brought up earlier. We need a contest, because according to the Extended Outlook, yeah. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday... Yeah. We'll be around 90 degrees each and every one of those days. So I'm thinking, Cliff, we have to blame someone for this. Yeah. Now, I'm not taking the blame for it, and Cliff's not taking the blame. Mm -hmm. So I say, let's have a lousy weather contest. Lousy weather? Yes. Okay. Although I kind of like the warm weather myself. Yeah. But we'll do this for our wonderful listeners. Yeah. And what we're going to do is, one lucky listener... Mm Mm-hmm will win a voodoo doll of a local weather forecaster. (laughs) I'm assuming, of course, we have to get the approval of the local meteorologist to do that. Yes, that's where the lawsuit would come in. (laughs) Yes, yes, we get a voodoo doll of this person. I mean, we couldn't just just turn up one morning here and we've got a voodoo doll of Wayne Hart. No, no, no. Probably have to have his permission. Yeah, right. And if if it comes to pass... You could win that voodoo doll yeah. of a weather forecaster. We'll give you a bag of pins mm-hmm. and instructions on where to stick them. What do you think? <laughs> I think it's a good idea. I do, too. I, I believe we're going to have that hurdle about getting a local meteorologist to say, okay, people can put me in pain with a voodoo doll. That is a stumbling block. <laughs> I mean, it's. I think it's going to be bigger than a stumbling block. <laughs> Let's work on it. Although... I am kind of just forming the mental image of Wayne Hart giving the forecast <laughs> and then suddenly going, oh! Yes. <laughs> I'd say ratings will go up, Cliff. You might very well be right. Because you never know yeah. at a moment's notice. <laughs> Who's going to jab him with a pin? And he'll be hollering out in pain. <laughs> well, I hope you're happy with yourself this morning, Cliff Ingram. What are you talking about? Read that text message. The last one that the came in The last one there. that came in? Yes. Oh. Sad. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It says, we could almost take the Roman fart war story to the bank. Yes. (laughs) You've taken an instance in history where tens of thousands of people were killed. Yeah. And you've turned it into the... uh, Roman fart war. Yes. (laughs) Well, it's the truth. I mean, I'm not making it up. I didn't say you were making it up. It was written in that book. And this is sad, too. What is it? A Walker, Texas Ranger reboot is in the is in the works. They're going to remake Walker, Texas yes. Ranger? Yes. Okay. But this reboot yeah. will not star Chuck Norris. 
They're not having Chuck Norris as Walker, Texas Ranger? No. <laughs> it's sad that it won't feature Chuck Norris. Okay. Because this is the same Chuck Norris yeah. that could, I believe, yeah. strangle you with mm-hmm. a cordless phone. I believe I he could. I think you're right. No, you're absolutely right. He created giraffes by uppercutting a horse one time. <laughs> and he doesn't even wear a watch to this day, Cliff. Oh, he doesn't? No. Because Chuck Norris yeah. decides what time it is. That's right. How can you possibly have Walker, Texas Ranger with <laughs> without Chuck him? Norris? Who's the Who's the producers of this show? Well, I don't know. I don't know, producer. but I'll tell you one thing. Chuck Norris is going to come down and kick their ass. Yes, he will. <laughs> now, he is 79. It don't matter. That's right. Age means nothing to Chuck Norris. Keep it local, Cliff. I learned that yesterday. What are you talking about? Keeping Keep it, it local. local. All right, here's this. Keep it local. Okay. Yesterday, Cliff. Yeah. I was at a hospital in Louisville. Okay. And there was two nurses in there, and I noticed they kept hitting the hand sanitizer over and over. <laughs> Every time they would come in or go out of the room. Oh, yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Constantly. Yeah. And even while they were still in the room, they would hit it. Reach over there and get a squirt in their hand. Yes. Right. And so I told both of them Yeah. that you know yeah. that unless you rub your hands together for four minutes, yes. that does nothing to kill yes. the flu virus. No. Yeah, because we heard about that. On Monday. Yes. On Take It to the Bank. Right. And that's what I told them. I know that it's true because it was on Take It to the Bank. And they looked at me like I was the crown prince of stupidity. (laughs) Well, I know a lot of people look at you that way. Well, I know, but far away from here, that's unacceptable. So I tried to explain what it was, and they had no clue. Okay. What take it to the bank is. Okay. So I told both of them yeah. where they could get their daily dose of take it to the bank right off of our Facebook page. That's right. Off of our Facebook page or at weedandcliff.com or they can subscribe to our podcast. And because s- take it to the bank is always in the podcast. Yes. And so I told them that and they're yeah. supposedly going to start listening. And yeah. I gave them, Cliff, yeah. two of our morning road show coasters. Wait, wait. You went to a hospital in Louisville. Yes. And you took coasters in your pocket with you. <laughs> Not in my pocket. Yeah. In my travel bag. You carried a travel bag. Yes. With coasters in yes. it. Yes. And so they graciously <laughs> took them. I don't know what they're going to do with them. <laughs> you probably just throw them away. <laughs> After they rub them down with hand That's sanitizer. That's what I was going to say. Yes. <laughs> We, the city of Vancouver, Canada, embarking on a campaign to educate residents there on some things that one would might or might in fact think simple. But after speaking to the operators of sewage treatment facilities everywhere, the folks at the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast have learned not so much. Apparently, the city of Vancouver spends millions of dollars each year unclogging sewer pipes removing things that don't belong, things that have been flushed, that were never meant to go into the toilet in the first place, and yet there they go. Last week, Vancouver unveiled two characters they believe will help people in the city know the difference. Know to understand what's supposed to get flushed and what isn't. Mascots, if you will, people dressed as characters. A walking, smiling, and waving yellow drop named P, and a giant brown turd named Poo. The new mascots were floated out during a ceremony last Monday where they made quite a splash with those in attendance. Floated out, oh my. (laughs) Oh, away with words you have, Cliff. Thank you very much. Well, the 2019 National Book Award nominees 
are out. Well, they are. Huh? Yes. Okay. And if this interests you, yeah. you're listening to the wrong program here on Country 98.1. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, we're, we're not going to have any book reviews or anything like that? No, we're not. No. Okay. This is not a drill. And I'm going to repeat that. <laughs> this is not a drill. White Castle yeah. is going to bring ice-cold White Castle beer to roughly 400 of their locations across 13 different states. So it's like a test market thing? They're going to... No, no. Oh, it's being rolled out system-wide. Yes. White Castle Castle beer, beer. both in White Castle restaurants and in your favorite grocery store. Really? Yes. (laughs) So head over to White Castle... Pound some sliders, yep. drink some White Castle beer, yep. and if I'm ever on death row, and I hope it, I'm not, yeah, but but that arrangement, yeah. sliders and White Castle yeah. beer, is on my short <laughs> list of last meals that I'm going to have. I'm just saying. Oh, it is. Huh? That's on my short list. You know, you know what that actually is, what? White Castle beer. <laughs> no. When paired with the food from White Castle, that's jet fuel for your rectal rocket. I'm well, saying. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> it's a true thing that's coming, yep. and it could be at the White Castle oh. near you right well, now. Well, there's one in Evansville. I know, and everybody right. <laughs> dogs on them, Yeah, but yet they're everywhere. Yeah, and pe- someone's buying it. Somebody's buying it. Or else it. they'd be gone. I buy it. <laughs> I like it. Does it have the um, effect on you? <laughs> Not with this guy, Cliff. No. <laughs> I need to tell you about my burrito. Buddy. I know, I know. <laughs> Not sure we can all stomach it, but I know. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure I could eat there. Yeah. Cliff, I know you got a story about the loaded burrito. (laughs) Can we do that? Yeah. Around 9.06 this morning. Absolutely. Because this popped up on the internet on this page here. Oh, oh, I see you've got a freshly printed sheet of paper in front of you. Yes. It's like hot off the press news is what you're saying. Well, it is, and I think this is going to be a huge seller. It's a pair of vintage deer leg nunchucks now if you google that you will see these nunchucks look exactly like a deer's legs so i want you to imagine this okay somebody breaks into your house yeah and the only thing within your grasp yeah is these beautiful deer leg nunchucks (laughs) and there you are protecting your property standing in your underwear with deer leg nunchucks in your hand they're cocked and loaded like yeah. a Bruce Lee getting ready to go off. Yeah. And the robber takes one look at you and immediately rethinks his entire life yes. and takes <laughs> off running. Because if you have these in your hand, Cliff, yeah. people will laugh so hard. Yeah. They can't possibly want to fight you. <laughs> that's probably it, yes. I think that's because it. Because you're either gonna you're either gonna have one of two things going on. You're either gonna look so ridiculous because you're swinging a pair of Deer leg nunchucks. <laughs> In fact, most people look ridiculous swinging any nunchucks. That's true. But it's made worse by the fact that you are got them with deer legs. Or you're looking so expert at swinging your deer leg nunchucks that you look like Buck Norris. Yes. <laughs> Buck Norris is great. And with Christmas just around the corner, yeah. better act as fast as you can because yeah. this home defense system... Will only set you back twenty dollars. Whoa! It's a massive steal, Cliff. <laughs> That's right. Massive. Yes. You're right. Wow. When you Google a picture of these, mm-hmm. 
You'll want one. Oh, oh yeah. Maybe two. Yeah. One for each room of the house, just Wh- to stay safe. Why not? Yeah. You've heard me say many times that Wednesday is my favorite time of the week whenever we play the phrase that pays. Yes. Because I never know what one of our wonderful 11 listeners is going to come up with on the phrase. That's exactly right. And I'm filled with excitement and terror at the same time. <laughs> because you never know what they're going to say. Kind of like now. <laughs> Are you filled with excitement or terror? More terror than anything else. <laughs> Here's Cliff Ingram. All right, so I just, we were talking about food earlier. Yes. And I wanted to tell you about my experience yesterday in Vincennes. Now, this is true. This it's, absolu- it's absolutely true. Okay. Right. Uh, there's a place in Vincennes called uh, Chava's Mexican Grill. It's on Hart Street. It's right between the Hardee's and the O'Reilly Auto Parts. In fact, it's like in the same strip mall as the O'Reilly's is. It's like right on the corner there. Okay. Right on Hart Street. Now, the cool thing about Chavez is you walk up to the counter and you tell the dude working that you want a burrito. And then he pulls out a flour tortilla about the size of a bed sheet. <laughs> and, and then he asks you what you want on it. And then you go down the line and you point and he picks up spoon after spoon after spoon of stuff to fill that tortilla with just absolute Mexican goodness. It's not my first rodeo at Chava's. In fact, I mentioned to the dude who now recognizes me as a regular customer that it gets bigger every time I come. Soon, the burrito was wrapped in foil and on a plate and I retired to a table to consume it. But the first time I picked up my monster, I realized that my burrito had reached critical mass. It fell apart. I was forced to eat all that chicken and rice and beans and guac and all that cilantro and pico and all that cheese with a fork and knife just like a wild animal. And that's not how burritos are meant to be eaten. By the time I was done, and I ate it all, I was miserable. Which could only mean one thing. If yesterday was critical mass, Chernobyl happened this morning. (laughs) Now you know why I live in... Constant terror here, Country 98.1. Well, Cliff, I heard you mention yeah. many other things yeah. about Chernobyl a little bit yes. earlier. Right. Which was one of the uh, you know biggest nuclear disasters. Well, it was the biggest. Okay. Yeah. And then we, Clearly. And we had our own here in the United States. We had States. our own incident that came along later, or whenever that was. I don't remember. Three Mile Ten, Island? Three Mile Island. Yes. Yeah. Well, I read this morning, Cliff, that at Three Mile Island, Mm -hmm. they have shut down their last nuclear reactor after all of these years. Yes. I had no idea. The neighbors gave the move three (laughs) thumbs up. (laughs) That might not be the truth. (laughs) Might not. Yeah. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay, fine. We don't think about it, Cliff, but somebody has to design... Missiles and bombs that our military uses. Well, yeah. And then a group of people have to take that design and put it together in working form. Right. I mean, everyone, at least from my background, thinks about how the ships were built and how the uh, planes were built and so forth. And the assembly lines, like the one, the building that Whirl, where Whirlpool was at. That's I mean, right. That was a, that was, they built the P-47 there. But there were also production lines for... Bombs and shells and artillery and bullets as well. And our take it to the bank today. Yeah. More people 
died developing long-range ballistic missiles during World War II than from those missiles actually being deployed <laughs> at their targets, which is shocking to me, Cliff, yeah. that they could have such a... Uh, a failure rate yes. during production. Exactly. <laughs> Not the line you want stuck That's on at right. all. That like a seniority thing, or how did that work? Um, oh, boy. I don't know. I think I just want to go mow the grass, I actually. think I Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> at, at two neighbors over, <laughs> if you don't mind, okay? For me, yeah. I'm a little fearful of flying anyway. Yeah. The trifecta of me not getting on a plane <laughs> is if I see these things in someone's possession. What, as they're in the boarding line waiting to get on the plane? Yes. Okay. Antlers, a live fish, <laughs> and a parachute. <laughs> if I see those, Cliff, yeah. there is no, no way I'm getting on that. Why would you need a parachute? Why do you have a live fish with you? And what are the antlers for? Yes. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. Uppercutting a horse. <laughs> number two. The Roman fart war. <laughs> the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. You know, it kind of relates to both the story I told and the story you told about things blowing up unintentionally. Chernobyl happened this morning. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.